Hello everyone, happy Monday, it's Matesh here and welcome to the first episode of 2021 for my podcast, Cryptos with Matesh, where I take a deep dive on the news and information in the cryptocurrency industry. There is no doubt that 2020 has been a difficult year for all of us. With over 20 million cases and over 300,000 deaths just here in the US, and with over 2 million deaths worldwide, COVID-19 has decimated our way of life. As businesses shuttered and closed, forcing everyone except the most essential to work from home, we discovered our new digital way of living. By slowly figuring out how to work from home, meet through Zoom or Skype, and stay positive, we are now able to continue moving forward in a safer way. Along with this digital move, many of us have also explored and have taken steps to digitize our money by investing in cryptocurrencies. While the physical world seemed to have stopped, the cryptocurrency industry boomed. In 2020, the cryptocurrency industry saw the Bitcoin halving event, Ethereum releases version 2.0, Ripple begin to battle the SEC, and Ethereum hit 1,000 US dollars. While I explore each of these, we will also take a look at what this means for 2021 and beyond. The cryptocurrency industry boomed as new users from around the world entered the market, mainly starting around March when COVID-19 started to become the main story on news and media outlets around the world. As governments began printing money in an attempt to keep the economy alive, fiat currencies began to devalue. Rather than choosing to keep their money in fiat, many people began investing in cryptocurrencies at a better store of value. So many people invested in stablecoins that governments around the world quickly tried to create regulations for them. Stablecoins are cryptocurrencies that are pegged or backed by a fiat currency. This provides stability as they are tied to a fiat currency while also having the benefits of a cryptocurrency. The benefits of a cryptocurrency are the main reason why people invested in them to begin with. It allowed them to access their coins whenever they wanted and could trade them effortlessly at little or no cost. Traditional investors also turned to gold for a store of value, raising the price from 1520 in January 1st, 2020 to a high of 2080 in August. However, gold's price increase cannot begin to compare with Bitcoin's meteoric rise. Kicking off 2020, Bitcoin was valued at just $7,200 per coin and had a market cap of only $130 billion. Fast forward a year later to January 1st, 2021, and Bitcoin is up over 308% to $29,375 with the $546 billion market cap. On January 3rd, 2021, Bitcoin went on to hit $34,000 and has since hit a high of $41,718 on January 9th with a market cap over $1 trillion. Ether has also performed well, going from $130.87 on January 1st, 2020 to $751.09 on January 1st, 2021, a growth of 474%. Ether also went on to hit $1,327 on January 9th, 2021. Now, part of this massive growth can be, in part, credited to Bitcoin's halving event, which took part on May 11, 2020. As a quick overview, miners are rewarded Bitcoins for each block that is mined. Every four years, in response to inflation, the rewards are halved. 
This means that there was a decrease of new Bitcoins being farmed and circulated into the market. Various reports state that was around $60 million worth of Bitcoin per day. Since there are only approximately 3 million Bitcoins left to mine, as it has a 21 million cap limit, with the halving and miners leaving the chain, it will take a significant amount of time for the remaining 3 million Bitcoins to be mined, providing some level of stability in terms of circulation post-halving. As the halving occurred, Bitcoin's price remained stable, meaning that the initial pricing was already built in by investors purchasing Bitcoin prior to the halving. However, post-halving, as demand continued to rise in response to a more restricted supply, Bitcoin's price continued to rise. Bitcoin's price was only $8,600 on May 11th, but it was not until October before Bitcoin began to grow past $10,000 up to $18,000, and until December when it not only hit $20,000, but also hit $30,000 at the end of the year. Towards the end of the year, on December 1st, 2020, Ethereum also officially started the transition to Ethereum 2.0. Ethereum 2.0 is an upgrade to the Ethereum blockchain which increases the efficiency and stability of the chain. Also, more notably, Ethereum 2.0 shifts the consensus mechanism from proof-of-work to proof-of-stake. Proof-of-work is a consensus mechanism used to validate transactions on the blockchain. Here, miners solve problems by using their computing power. Once solved, the miners are rewarded with cryptocurrency from that chain, in this case, Ether. Proof of stake, on the other hand, is a mechanism in which a validator selects to propose a new block based on how much cryptocurrency they hold and for how long they have held it. Proof of stake benefits from being more efficient than proof of work and more secure. This increased security and scalability bode well for Ethereum as we begin to move into 2021 with cryptocurrencies being at all-time highs in terms of both price and adoption. Unfortunately, the cryptocurrency industry was not without its drama in 2020. At the end of the year, we saw Ripple fight back against the SEC. The SEC claims that Ripple Labs its CEO Brad Garlinghouse and Chairman Chris Larson illegally sold XRP in an unregistered security offering, raising over $1.3 billion. Garlinghouse, however, raises a great point in response. He said that we have moved from a lack of regulatory clarity to regulatory chaos in the United States. This is why regulation by enforcement is such a bad policy. With the new administration, we expect DCEA to be reintroduced, common sense legislation provided by clarity to the entire industry. Hester Pierce, aka CryptoMom, has said, That's why I've called for more clarity, because I actually think it can be difficult to determine whether something fits within the security bucket or not and we could do more to provide some guideposts for what that would be. Essentially, both Garlinghouse and Pierce are saying that we need better clarity and that this type of enforcement does not help provide that clarity. With all of that said, with all of the growth we have seen in 2020, what does this mean for the industry moving into 2021 and beyond? Not only has Bitcoin shattered its previous all-time high and is currently on its way to the moon, although I am expecting a bit of a correction soon, its blockchain is also more secure than ever. More people have entered the market than ever before in a much smarter and safer way than ever before. 
As many of you that have been following me for a while already know, I have been preaching for people to get educated on the industry before they decide to enter and invest or to stay away. And that is what I've seen so many people do this time around. While Bitcoin certainly seems to be one of the best risk reward investments to so many people around the world, learning how blockchain works, how cryptocurrencies function, and how the industry moves will allow you to enter the market in a smarter and safer manner. As more and more people continue to do this, 2021 certainly looks very positive for the industry. Personally, I am expecting Bitcoin to reach $50,000 by the end of the year as the industry continues to grow and the age of analytics really begins to take hold in the industry. I also expect a wide range of security token offerings to help fuel the investment in this industry. As I have been for the past three years, I will remain heavily active in the regulatory space as I speak with congressmen and women to take a look at the proposed regulations for this industry. This will indeed allow cryptocurrencies and blockchain to boom moving forward. I am really hoping and pushing for 2021 to be the year we regulate the industry here in the US as so many countries have already done. FinCEN released a 72 page notice of proposed rulemaking in December. Though many leaders and myself have voiced their opposition to them, and I will have a separate podcast and article for that as it is quite in-depth. However, at the very least, this shows that we are getting closer to some regulatory clarity which the industry so desperately needs. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode, and please be sure to like, comment, and share. Also, please be sure to follow me on Twitter at Mitesha93 and sign up for updates on my website, cryptoswithmitesh.com, as well as on SoundCloud, Spotify, and both Google and Apple podcasts under Cryptos with Mitesh to make sure you don't miss when I upload my next episode. Until then, take care, and I'll catch you all in the next episode. Stay safe. Bye.